The devotion for this Christmas day is based upon the Gospel of John chapter 3, beginning in the 31st verse. Listen to the words of Scripture. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard, yet no one receives his testimony. Whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Here ends our reading. Well, greetings to each one of you on this most holy day in the life of the church, this most significant day in the history of our world. Without question, Christmas is the single most important event that has ever happened. God became one of us. Jesus took on our human flesh. And in so doing, he made it clear that our lives are of eternal value to him. As a result, people throughout the world are remembering and celebrating the birth of Christ. There is more activity on this one day, as we all know, tied to the work and actions of God in Christ than perhaps any other day in the entire year. And yet, in spite of the many celebrations of Christmas, the things that we do to remember and give thanks for the birth of Jesus, as appropriate as they are, Today is a day centered not in the activities of our lives, the things we do to remember him, but in the actions he took, the things he did in remembering us. The passage assigned for this Christmas day is one that comes at the close of the ministry of John the Baptist. John was the forerunner of Jesus. His calling was to prepare the way for Christ. He baptized, he taught, he taught people, he taught people to and called them to repent of their sin. Ultimately, his ministry was to lead people to Jesus. The verse prior to the ones we read offers a good summary of what was taking place in John's ministry and how he understood his ministry in relation to Christ. He said that speaking of Jesus, he must increase, but I must decrease. He must become greater, he says, as I, as his forerunner, take on a less prominent role. And so it happened. From that moment on, Jesus took center stage. And from that moment on, the entire biblical witness, as it had been throughout all of salvation history, was centered and focused in Christ. John pulls no punches in stating the essential difference between his own ministry and that of Jesus. He says, he who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. He who comes from heaven is above all. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the spirit without measure. The father loves the son and has given all things into his hand. In other words, this world belongs to God. God has been in control from the beginning of time. 
And from the beginning of time, God had planned and purposed that he would save the world in Jesus. And so he did by sending his son to become one of us. When the Christ child was born in Bethlehem, there left no doubt that our lives mattered to God. And not for the moment, not for a given and limited time, but for eternity. Everything in your life, everything in your life matters to God. Everything in your life is known by God. All of your mistakes, all of your misdeeds, everything in your life that would have separated you from Him, God knows it all. God knows everything you have done. And He still loves you. And He still cares for you. And He always will. And recalling the many ways in which God had spoken to His people in the past, the writer to the Hebrews makes it clear that God has speaking even more, spoken even more clearly in Jesus. Long ago, he says, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he also created the entire world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by his word of power. The Apostle Paul says the same thing in his letter to the Galatians, making it clear that God had a saving purpose for us in sending his son. He writes, when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. As a result, our Lord's birth into our world has immediate and eternal implications for our lives. His action on our behalf in becoming one of us leaves us with no better choice than to respond to him in lives of faith. My friends, all of history revolves around the birth of Jesus. Everything in life finds its ultimate meaning and purpose in what God has done for us in his son. That includes your life and mine, and how through our lives, we respond in faith to him. Now, much of our world does not know or understand the significance of this day. Many people in our world are unaware of what this day is truly all about. Let it not be so with us. Let it not be so with you. God came into this world for you. He's loved you from the beginning of time, from before the time you were even born, and he always will. If ever there were any doubts about how deep and how real his love for this world is, that was all erased and washed away in the sending and the birth of Jesus. May God bless you on this most holy day. And may the blessings of God revealed to us most clearly in the person of Jesus continue to give you the strength and encouragement to live for him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day and for the saving work you accomplished for us in Jesus. Help us to trust in him, not only on this day, when we celebrate his birth, but each day until you call us home eternally to live with you. 
In his name we pray. Amen. As the action for this Christmas day, I'd encourage you to include a prayer of thanks to God as you celebrate, whether that's a prayer by yourself, on your own with your Father, Heavenly Father, or if it's one that you spend and with your family and your friends, it doesn't matter. On that first Christmas, Jesus came into this world for you. And now on this Christmas, he is inviting you and all of us to trust in him. God's blessings to you. A very Merry Christmas. Amen.